Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Steve Reeve Podcast with the best moments from the past week and a few things that didn't make it there. Monday. The Super Bowl. I feel, I feel like I can say that again now that it's over. It's weird. It's a weird time when you're just not allowed to say the words. So we all know what we're talking about. Uh, it was big time, big time event. So many eyes on it. And, of course, uh, for different reasons. Right? I was asking even on the weekend, what do you watch for? Is it the football? I mean, they got a lot of that for you for sure. But some people, eh, not interested in that at all. Uh, talking like, who who got the home run? Um, it, there's the commercials and the trailers, and then there's also the snacks, but many people interested in that halftime show as well. Solid. I mean, Usher, I think, brought some nostalgia back. There was a bunch of moms that were freaking out their kids, screaming about it. You know, oh, my God. And they're going, what, 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 what is it? What is it? What is it, Mom? Oh, it's just Usher. And then bringing out Ludacris and bringing out Alicia Keys. And there's people on roller skates, and there's giant, giant shoulder pad. It was cool. It was cool. But there, of course, is... Some controversy. There always is with the big game. Uh, it's weird. It's weird how people will find something to be mad about. I swear, if this is like a 1950s American wholesome fam- fantasy going on with the the big football star in the second in a row Super Bowl win alongside pop sensation America's sweetheart girlfriend. I like. I mean, this is a fantasy, right? And somehow people still find a way to be upset about it. The game tied up, goes into overtime. You get even more game for your dollar. In any case, congratulations to America for winning 58 Super Bowls in a row. Talk about a win streak. Usher, of course, at the halftime show at the Super Bowl. Uh, what you might not have noticed as you're watching all of the special guests and all the performances is that there was a tribute paid to a late drummer named Aaron Spears. The drum kit in the background, at least one of them, during the performance was left empty on purpose. Uh, the musician died in October of 2023, and uh, it was a moment that Usher wanted to make sure was still for him. We've also got Billy Joel celebrating the 100th Madison Square Garden concert performance, and uh, it's going to be celebrated in April with a special on CBS and everything, so it will be filmed in the very near f- uh, future. Every single one of these MSG concerts that Joel has headlined have been completely sold out. It's going to be on Paramount Plus, unfortunately, if you don't have access to that. And in the final story, Lulu, artists from the 1960s originally, who has been performing and touring since, uh, original singer of the song Shout that the Isley Brothers made so famous. She's uh, now made it clear that her intentions are to retire from touring after 60 years in music. Her very last performances are going to be later on this year. And of course, tickets for those who are in the area are on sale. You're listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. It is a very special day when it comes to the push-up challenge that I've been taking part in because I've been doing 87 push-ups per day. Starting February 1st, the goal is to get to 2,000 by February 23rd. That's the wrap-up of this contest, this this challenge across the nation. Uh, for my donation page, I made sure that all of the money was staying local. So it's going directly to the Wood Buffalo chapter of the Canadian Mental Health Association. Last check on the donation count was $650 
Awesome, so good. My goal is 2,000 by the end of this, just like the 2,000 push-ups. We'll see if we get there, but if we can get closer, let's hit those four digits. Let's hit 1,000. You can find the donation link up on our social media, up on our website, cruiseradio.com, and even just searching Steve Reeve with the push-up challenge. You'll be able to find it. Put those uh, dollars there. $20, $10, $5, it all adds up, and it all goes to a very important place to help out with mental health programs and services right here in our community. And why is today a milestone? Why is today so special on day 12? Well, if you're doing the math at home, 87 push-ups a day, and it was a struggle over the weekend to make sure I kept up with the cadence, but we did it. Today, we're going to cross the mark. We're going to go over 1,000 push-ups, which feels kind of good. What would feel even better is make it a little bit more money happen for the Canadian Mental Health Association Wood Buffalo chapter. Let's make it happen. So ahead of a big opening night later on this week, a very special treat to be joined in studio by several people from the uh, production of The Adams Family, a new musical comedy at Cano Theatre. We've got director Jay, and we've also got a couple of players, Helen and TJ. Hello, everybody. Hello. Hi. Hi. Nice to be here. How are you guys doing? How are you feeling about the show? Really good. We know about The Adams Family. This is a legacy story. Uh, many of us grew up on it, whether it was in our time or on the reruns, you know, in syndication and stuff on TV. But now on stage with our fellow neighbors, our, 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 our friends and family members being the actual performers on stage becoming all the characters what has the transformation been like uh, to you Helen and TJ how's that how's it been approaching it becoming the characters it's been pretty iconic um, I grew up watching the movies and the show and I love the original um, comic strip from way back when and to find my own version of such an iconic character like Morticia and play that alongside one of my best friends, TJ as Gomez, is really special. And I'm excited to share that with the community and get their take on it and see how they feel about it because I feel like we've been able to put our own spin on the characters, but also keep that integrity of the original portrayal of the family. Yeah, and, and it, it's funny because, I mean, the whole conceit of the Adams family is that they are offbeat and weird, but they're the most wholesome family you can know, full of love and joy and stuff. What is it like playing romantic Gomez, TJ? Yeah, it's it's kind of been, it's kind of been a dream, to be honest. You know, it's one of those iconic roles, and you hope to one day act like that, you know, like <laughs> yeah, as a yeah. real person or in, in, in on stage. So, it's been cool to like become that man who just loves his family but is so like kooky and and crazy like yeah unabashed uh, you know love and, and and support coming from the whole family in just the weirdest way um and jay uh, as director for the show what is something you're really excited about and maybe uh, what is something that's been a challenge as you've been going through the rehearsal process Oh gosh, it's been such a fun experience coming here to Fort McMurray and working with local talent. I've had a great time putting the Adams family together. Um, everyone has really brought their A-game and, um, you know, I sat in the theater last night and as the curtain rose, I saw the costumes for the first time and I got shivers because there was the Adams right in front of me and it's been, you know, such a, a pleasure. I guess one challenge that I faced was, you know, taking these characters that, as TJ and Helen said, are so iconic, you know, and kind of allowing these actors to make it their own, but still making them the characters that everyone recognizes through the years. For so, sure. you know, they've been reinvented through several incarnations right up until, you know, Netflix's Wednesday, which is happening right now. 
Um, but this is an entirely different treatment of these characters, and, and these local actors have really brought them to life in a, in a sensational way. The set itself is a character unto itself. It, it, uh, this house is alive, and it moves, and, and uh, I think audiences will be dazzled by what we've done. That is fantastic. Oh, that, I, I just got the chills. I just got the chills. <laughs> um, it's opening up this week, so February 16th and 17th uh, in the evening, as well as 22nd, 23rd, 24th, and then there's even a matinee on that final day on the 24th as well. Tickets on sale through the Piano Theater box office. I, I'm excited to share the story with Fort McMurray and bring joy to adults and children alike. Um, I think bring your families, bring your friends. This is going to be one for everyone. Thank you guys so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks, Steve. Thank you. Tuesday. Today, a special day on the calendar uh, with a bunch of different names. Uh, it's Mardi Gras today. Mardi Gras. Precisely 47 days before Easter. I was trying to figure out, I went, what, what, why, did, why does it seem strange that it's this early into February? And it's just because it's going to be a year where we kind of got an early Easter. It's 47 days difference. Um, and for, you know, uh, traditional and often religiously informed reasons, but it is largely secular as far as the way people celebrate, especially if you get down to New Orleans. But uh, it is Mardi Gras Day, and, and there's several different ways to observe. A day for partying. A day for penance. And, of course, we all know it's a day for pancakes as well. Delicious. Maybe party with the pancakes to the point where you need some penance. A lot of eyes are on the new Amy Winehouse biopic that's going to be coming out later on this year called Back to Black. But, unfortunately, some news coming directly from uh, the director, Sam Taylor Johnson, is the exact thing you don't want to hear. When it comes to a biopic, the family of Amy Winehouse in real life had no involvement whatsoever. That isn't exactly a smoking gun of a bad uh, experience or a bad story, but it's a sign of a disconnect at the very, very least. Although, we all know some families are very dysfunctional. Maybe it ends up being a good thing. Not sure. Speaking of dysfunctional, Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden fame is definitely calling himself out for losing his temper a little more than he feels he should have and uh, calling some names out to a fan who brought a flair to a concert, an Iron Maiden concert specifically in Greece two years ago. He was upset, and the video of the moment, of course, went slightly viral. He does add that the activity that a very, very small minority of people do is selfish and so disturbing, but it is only a minority of people. Good news for Pearl Jam fans. They've just announced a new album called Dark Matter and have dropped uh, the title track, the, the uh, eponymous track of the entire album out right now. Take a listen online. Their 12th album, follow-up to the most recent one from 2020, going to be showing up on shelves and, of course, for downloads and, uh, and streaming and pre-saving and whatever. April 19th. Joining me here from the sales team here at Harvard Media, uh, Marty, on Mardi Gras, by the way. Oh, is it, <laughs> it is Mardi, Mardi Gras, Gras today? Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are taking part in this push-up challenge for Canadian Mental Health Association Wood Buffalo Chapter. Middle of the challenge yesterday on the 12th. That was like yes. the middle day of the 23 days. How has it been going for you? Like, what is your story? Okay, so... Originally, I took this on thinking I was going to have to do it by myself. When I told the family about it, they were not interested. <laughs> However, yeah. since the 1st of February, this has become a real family event. So we started with kind of like, oh, I don't want to do it to like, okay, how many of you done today? And yeah. what are you guys doing? And and then, you know, somebody gets down and gives me gives me five, gives me 10. And, yeah. then, and then the whole family is kind of like doing it all around. <laughs> My mom is visiting and she's like, what are you guys Wait, doing? What is this? What is this? Weird? We're like pushing you- up for mental health. <laughs> like you're all doing it together, trying to hit the goal together, but has it yes. become like competitive? Yes. Very. <laughs> oh, yes. My 
my daughter is just like all the time. She's like, how many has Walker done? And I'm like, well, he's done 12 today. She's like, yeah. okay, I'll do 20. And I'm like, oh, she wants to, she like wants to win. And she's doing so good. Like she started really basic at her knees. Yeah. She's only 10, right? And then now she's actually doing from her feet. Yeah. Better uh, physical health of, in the name of better mental health. They've got their own schedule of the of the push-ups. There's an app to track it and everything. I just decided doing 87 a day uh, solid. You know, that puts yeah. us at more than 2,000 uh, and it fits because I was born in 87. It's my birth month. I was like, oh, all these awesome. numbers just make sense to me. Right? Yes, yes. Um, but uh, at 87 a day, that means that I've gotten over 1,000, which feels great. Yes. But uh, it's also given me a chance to like kind of see the progress, <laughs> you know, to actually 100%. like visualize and, and feel that I've gotten better at it, which, which feels great. <laughs> yes, it definitely does because I mean, I admittedly, I started at my on my knees as yeah. well and now I can start to do them from my feet which is good if I feel stronger I'm watching everybody else get around it my husband is very competitive yeah. he's actually leading the ship right now I'm, there's <laughs> there's no joke and it's actually opened a conversation where the kids have started saying like well why are we doing this yeah absolutely and I'm like well we're doing this for mental health do you understand what mental health is do you know what that means like the way we work on our body we also have to work on our mind so that you know we we're treating it well I love that it is becoming a bigger conversation year after year and yeah. this, this whole challenge is kind of new for the Canadian Mental Health Association our Wood Buffalo chapter said uh, so exciting to see so many people who are embracing it yes and the money's been rolling in um, I don't know what your donations are at. I've seen 650 on mine uh, $650 raised so far which is amazing it's it, that's awesome I now I kind of like oh we we shot for 500 so we and we've had donations come from British Columbia yeah. we've had donations from South Southern Alberta uh, we've had donations that have been local um, and it's really nice to see people like cheering us on. And so we are sitting at on the app. We're sitting at three eighty five. However, we received a check in the mail, so that's essentially four thirty five is what we're at. Uh, so we're almost at our total. Yeah. That's and fantastic. as a family, as effective last night, we were at sixteen hundred push ups. Amazing. Okay, so you're well ahead of the game now. Yeah, yeah you might be pushing past two thousand by which, the end of this. Which thing. I think is even more cool that we're gonna like push past it, and it it's not just like get to two thousand and and be done yeah it's like we're on the dry erase erase board this is how many we've done today everybody has their sort of name and it's like it's it's just a it's a fun competition yeah. and that's something that i've been asked by friends uh recently is they're like well are you gonna keep it up are you gonna keep it up and if they ask me in the first five days of the competition no absolutely not like Agreed. I'm, I'm not I'm, this is too rough <laughs> now they're asking me and i'm going actually you know what I might maybe not like 87 a day, but I might right? find time for more push-ups and more exercise and more taking care of myself in the day because and it's it's become part of the routine. And I feel the same way with the family where it's just like this is an exercise that's very simple for us to do. We only have to do a few together, 5, 10, 15, that yeah. kind of idea. But we're doing it together as a team and that feels nice to be exercising our minds and then talking about goals and all that. like it it is more than just doing push-ups, yeah. which I didn't really for C. Same. Thank you so much for taking some time, Marty. Uh, we'll get back to the music, but of course, donations welcome to help out with the Canadian Mental Health Association. Wood Buffalo Chapter stays right here in town, which is so important. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Wednesday. 
like your love today on Valentine's Day. If you are, uh, you know, at all seeking a way to express your love on this this fine, fine day, hopefully you have done yourself a favor and have already figured at, at least some stuff out. Just saying, there are going to be a pile of people milling around the cards aisle and the grocery store flower section today. If you want some entertainment, you can go set up, grab a coffee, find yourself a perch, watch it happen. I promise you, it's like clockwork. Uh, and by the way, I recommend the foil-style balloons. They seem to hold up better when they reinflate after, you know, stepping outside into our Fort McMurray weather. You want to make sure that those balloons are on point, all right? From Pearl Jam, Dark Matter. It's so good. Uh, if you want to listen again, of course, we got that up for you on the blog, cruiseradio.com. But ju- jumping into some music news headlines, and speaking of people coming back together for a tour, and Neil Young and Crazy Horse are reuniting for the first time in like a decade. I've also announced a brand new album. I can't even say the name on the air. <laughs> Bleepin' Up uh, comes out later on this year. Uh, the exact date, I'm not exactly sure of. Uh, general sales, though, for the actual uh, p- performances, concerts to support it, are going to start showing up February 16th through Ticketmaster. Very interesting. Uh, we've also got Brian Wilson's long-lost album in the country genre coming out. There's also a documentary that's going to be coming out about the making of the album, uh, depicting it, really. They kind of are going to be doing the the, uh, the dramatizations in the documentary because there's not a lot of actual archival footage of the time. But it's called Cows in the Pasture. New profile came out with Rolling Stone magazine, and the record is not expected this year, actually. Though announced, it's going to be coming out in 2025. Probably just needs some polish and a lot of red tape figured out. Thursday. The grocery store uh, flower section or the flower shops or the you know, anywhere that candy's being sold, anywhere that there's kind of a stereotypical Valentine's Day friendly gift. Uh, there was people there yesterday uh, in droves. And a friend of mine, and she didn't forget that it was Valentine's Day exactly, but, you know, kind of wasn't really focused on it. <laughs> was going about her day as if it was a regular day. And it was a regular day. But in her case, her regular day also in, involved an encounter at the grocery store where she was seeing the phenomenon. People lined up getting those flowers, getting those cards, getting those boxes of chocolates. Meanwhile, she's standing there. She's just, all of these incredibly attractive guys, obviously all taken or spoken for. And there she is holding her hot dogs and her hot dog buns and a little bit of mustard to throw on them as well. I mean, hey, that's a, that's a fusion as well right there. That is love. Hot dog love. I cannot escape the Dune 2 popcorn bucket monstrosity. I just can't. On the internet, it seems to be everywhere. Um, And, uh, you know, now that the cast has been shown this cursed collector's item, they all have some thoughts as well. A bunch of the cast was sitting down for their, you know, press junket. Movie's coming out soon. uh, And talking about whatever. The popcorn bucket, a big discussion when E.T. was interviewing people. It's not okay. (laughs) If I see a bunch of people in the theater with one of those freaking buckets in their hand, I'll be like, okay, you're an idiot. I'm not going to stick my hand in there. Like, I'm good. I'll starve. Josh Brolin said, ain't no way I'm putting my hand in that thing. Hey, it was the exact opposite. (laughs) Did nobody realize? And I think they all realized and said, yeah, they're going to this is going to create a stir. Everybody's going to want one. It, oh, yeah. Did you just watch the amounts of money for these things on eBay skyrocket? Just absolutely skyrocket. And then more recently, just a couple of days ago, Nerdist was interviewing another star of the movie, Rebecca Ferguson. She had this to say. I don't understand what's happening. What, oh, you don't know about the AMC popcorn bucket? No, I'm seeing like something, but I'm not sure what's going on, what it is. Yeah, you're supposed to put your hand in there and eat the popcorn. 
Interesting, how sensual. Well, yes. I mean, they do say you have to ride a sandworm to earn your spot. Wow, so. look at that. That's what happened back in the days with MGM, but thankfully we moved on. I cannot wait to see one of these things with my own two eyes. It looks horrific and not very functional for eating popcorn out of. Let's be honest. Hey, Alexa, play the Steve Reeve podcast. Eminem in the news. Not an artist you hear too much on our radio station, but uh, responsible for a cultural movement in the lexicon. The term stan replacing the word fan for a lot of people online came from the song that he put out in 2000 of the same name. Apparently now he's producing a documentary on so-called stan culture. That's going to be coming out a little bit longer, uh, a little bit later on in the year. I think coming out 2024, but, you know, it's one of those things. We're just hearing the announcement of it. Stay tuned. Be patient. In the meanwhile, we know how much money Usher made from that Super Bowl halftime performance. Uh, reported 30 million households across the United States watching it. Uh, even more so if you count all of North America and, you know, people chiming in from around the world. But for that performance alone... He made $671. <laughs> he made less than $700. Yeah, I thought that that was like with a K next to it and maybe even an M next to it. Not so much. Yeah, $671. But of course, the turnaround from being able to do that performance probably going to actually earn him more to the tune of $100 million, some experts are saying. Friday. Got some strong feelings about something. Hoping that you can join me for a second as we just discuss this as adults. Can we talk about merging onto Highway 63 from Confed? Can we talk about it? Now, okay, specifically heading south or towards Thickwood and downtown direction. You know, going to the right. So, the road down the hill, Confed, is 60. The speed limit. The exit has a suggested safety speed of 60 as well, with one of those yellow signs. You can look it up on the AMA website. Basically, it just means during bad weather, you should slow it down. Not a rule, but a suggestion that should be taken seriously. And then, at the end of it, you've got the highway speed of 80. And it's, it's a merge lane. So, my question, my query, why does literally everyone slow down right at the point of about to merge there? I mean, at least at the time when I'm heading away from work every single day, it happens like clockwork. I mean, at least I can anticipate it. And anticipation is like 90% of driving. But why are we doing it? <laughs> You're supposed to go up to 80 to merge onto the highway. I lose my mind every time. Can someone explain it to me? Billy Joel. He talked to Howard Stern on Wednesday, on Valentine's Day, and uh, was asked, wouldn't it have been great if, you know, he was asked to be in the Traveling Wilburys, if George Harrison and Tom Petty had been like, hey, come on, come on over. And Billy Joel said, well, uh, he had thought of putting his own band together back in the day, said him, Don Henley, and Sting, and maybe John Mayer on guitar. He does say, well, uh, everybody's busy, that's why it never really happened. But he said that uh, he would like to rely on musicians, he has a good relationship with Sting and Paul McCartney, but... He doesn't quite feel like he can do it. He doesn't have the nerve to team up with McCartney, who, by the way, was just reunited with his long-lost base. If you didn't know about this, there was an online campaign that was started in 2018 to find this missing guitar. It's a 1961, like, one of 500 bass guitar went missing in 72. It got stolen from a van in Notting Hill. And then a breakthrough happened last year. An article went out onto the news trades, and then it was found in an attic in a loft on the south coast of England. Somebody says they inherited it. They went looking up there and found this thing and went, hang on, no, no, this rings a bell. And now Paul's very happy to have that back in hand. 
And our own Hannah Alberta Boys Nickelback going to be the subject of the Love to Hate documentary, which is now announced as a theatrical release this spring. There's going to be some 30 countries across the world where it's going to be showing as part of the Toronto Film Festival. It premiered just last year. But it is going to be out this spring for everybody to enjoy in theaters as well. Thanks for listening to the Steve Reeve Podcast from 100.5 Cruise FM. Family Day is around the corner. Uh, now, I've been joined for a few Fridays now, on and off, uh, by Shadow Maya. Hello again. Hello, how are you doing? I'm doing good. So, uh, for those at home, uh, you're tra- you're getting into broadcasting. You're going to be going to school in yes. the near future. Yeah, which is cool. It's on the horizon. It's on the Yeah, we're getting there. <laughs> yeah. We're getting there. Okay, so uh, while I've got you, uh, and I know Family Day is coming around the corner, uh, we talked about you've got uh, some family. You've got uh, you know, uh, your folks and sisters. Is there more than that? Or oh, the yeah. Four of you? It's my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother, and then my boyfriend. There you go. So, yeah, so big, one big happy. What do you guys do for family day? Like, do you celebrate on the day? Is it a big deal with your family? We celebrate on the day. It's not usually a big deal, but this year it is. We're oh, doing, okay. we just gone to D&D, so we're doing <laughs> D&D all of Monday. You're going into the weeds of Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Are you? Okay. Um, so, like, is it a full day campaign? It's going to be like a full day campaign <laughs> where my sister it. just like got like a D&D cookbook. So she's going to make like a dwarfish bread dip. Okay. I really hope it's good. That reminds me, we, we got like a Game of Thrones gift uh, cookbook as a gift one year and we did all kinds of recipes from that and they're all very medieval and would be like Dungeons and Dragons <laughs> adjacent for sure. Um, that sounds like so much fun. <laughs> I, it does. You know what? It, it really does. Your sister, your little sister, right? She's yeah. the, the master dungeon master. Oh, yeah. And she's <laughs> so into it. Oh, she is. She doesn't like being called Dungeon Master. Okay. She likes being called God. <laughs> oh, oh, I see how it is. That tells me everything I need to know. <laughs> she has the power, and she's not afraid to use it. <laughs> Joining me in studio here to talk about an event that is, I mean, just over a month out, but important to get involved with right away, the Big Brothers and Big Sisters fundraiser for Wood Buffalo. Both for kids' sake, Julie Penny with the organization. Uh, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, uh, our pleasure. This is something that uh, I've always been involved in. You know, for a little while there, we didn't have access to a bowling alley, and yes. it was curl for kids' sake. I was there almost every single year for that, yes. and now we do have the alley as the venue. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, so they've signed on as our event partner, so it's we're super excited to yeah. have this opportunity. And I know pizza's part of the whole plan for this event too, and they do the biggest pizza in town. <laughs> they do. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, bowl for kids' sake for those who might not have any idea what it's about. Obviously, fundraiser for your organization. What is it? What do people do? Yeah, so it's one of our premier fundraising events that we do here in town. So people just like you, friends, family, co-workers, they can sign up to help us raise money, but also have a fun time while bowling. And all the funds that we raise go back into our youth mentoring programs in the region. Yeah, in the community, which, I mean, is a key thing. Yeah, yeah, it stays local, so it's great. Which is just so important. And do you have an idea of the numbers of kids who benefit from the programs like this right here in our community? Yeah, so when we look at 2023 year, we're just under 900 kids served. So that's through our one-to-one group men. Sorry, that's through our one-to-one mentoring program or our group mentoring programs that we have in the region. That's a huge number. That's fantastic. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> well, we're that's pretty proud. Really cool. Um, and as you mentioned, uh, you can kind of get together with a team. I see uh, teams of four to six players and. Uh, 
there's slots that you can kind of pick to fit your schedule and everything. So how does it work on the day? Yeah, so day of, um, well, I guess before, we'll backtrack. So sign up with us through yes. our website. That's important because you can collect your pledges online or offline. Um, then you can reach out to us and set your bowling time slots. Four to six people can be on a team. Yep. And then day of, you come at your time of bowling, whether that's, say, 2 to 3.30. Um, we do encourage costumes or themes for teams to dress up in. So this year, we've kind of left it to teams to kind of decide what okay. that looks like. Wild card, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we have a grand prize for our teams. So for every $50 that a team raises, each participant will receive a ballot to be entered into our grand prize, which is two Air Canada flight vouchers. That's a little of incentive for teams to kind of raise a little bit more and get more entries to win our grand prize. Yeah, yeah, and get entry to getting a little sweet thing for yourself. And plus the pizza and the after party available yeah, for everybody. Yeah. yeah, that'll be at the Alley YMM as well. So from 7 to 10 p.m., enjoy um, your evening after you bowl and have some free pizza. And if people want to reach out, find out more about uh, maybe what the Big Brothers, Big Sisters of Wood Buffalo do or how to get involved in uh, Bowl for Kids' Sake, how can they do that? Yeah, so you can always find all of our information on our website woodbuffalo.bigbrothersbigsisters.ca so whether that's you're looking for programs or events you can always reach out to our social medias on Facebook or Instagram making it easy and there's even a, an event on March 23rd on Facebook as well that I was getting all kinds of information from yes, so stay yes. in the know uh, all funds helping out children and youth right here in our community thank you so much for stopping by Julie thanks for having me and I hope you guys will consider helping us continue to change lives transmission over one more Steve new podcast episodes happen every Friday or just Tune into the Steve Reeves Show. Weekday mornings starting at 5.30 a.m. on 100.5 Cruise FM.